0: good morning november 22nd 2023 and it's wednesday before thanksgiving uh what a holiday my favorite holiday and partially because it revolves around uh sports gambling i mean uh what is thanksgiving without gambling we are about to embark on five days of sports and today is a heavy nba and nhl day uh they load it up before we get into the uh to the football day so uh what we want to talk about first day. We want to talk. Let's go Hawks. Let's go Hawks first. Hawks are away.
1: They're in, uh, Again, they're in Columbus. Coach. Before we get started, just a a quick note to people. Being a holiday and Black Friday and all that good stuff. We're going to be here five days in a row. We're going to have five shows in a row. So starting today, which is Wednesday, we're going to be on the on the air Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday too. So uh, f- for better or for worse, uh, you you're going to have the um, the option of listening to us and hopefully we could provide some good information. Boom. Five days in a row.
0: All right. The Hawks are in Columbus tonight before they come home Friday to play the Maple Leafs. I... I like this matchup tonight. I'm not going to lie; they're playing. uh, I think they're four and ten. Columbus, not very good team, and I think the Hawks need a game like this really bad to uh, to unleash some of that frustration that they've had. They have not been playing horrible, and if you follow them, they have not. I mean, they could have beat the Sabers last week if you want to. You were at the game. They had an opportunity at the end to tie it up. They just couldn't get the puck in. They kept. Uh, well, I think they had three shots at the end as time ran out to, to try to tie it up and couldn't get it done. Uh, Connor was not very involved. I think he had a point, though, and an assist. But, uh, you know, they they just been right there in the, almost every game. I, I Like I said, the opening night against the Knights, they played well. They've beaten some good teams. They're just not there yet. So what are you thinking tonight? What are you thinking? Are you going to stick with the, uh, the Bedard, the Irishman?
1: Yeah, so – um just a quick summary what i have been doing um is i've been i've been playing two played plays religiously one of which is we're, we've uh, named the irishman um off the the guy who's kind of coined this you know i play a bedard first goal Bedard anytime goal i play those a little smaller than the over points um so i i've been doing over a half point and I bet it large enough that if I win that, I win. You know, so do whatever you do, whatever your amounts are. But I have been having success. If Bedard gets an assist or a goal, or both, I win. Yeah, and uh, and if he scores, I win a lot. Um, or relatively speaking, a lot. Um, so so anyway, I am I'm thinking that another thing I picked up. And uh, this is be- it didn't hit on Sunday when I was going to the game, but I was was just kind of looking back at some of the things that have happened. And the Blackhawks first period, if you went through all their games, I think they've now played like 15 games. I think you're two thirds of the time there's been over one and a half goals in the first period. So, like I said, I played it on Sunday and and they had many opportunities but it didn't hit. So I'm gonna play that again. I'm gonna test the water a little bit. It'll it'll be small. You know, this is kind of like beta testing for me. Um, it's there's enough data there that I start playing it, you know, 15 games into the season and I play it for a while and and play it small and, and see how it goes. And if I start winning, then I might, you know, up my investment. But I'm always looking for little angles. Um so so this is definitely something that I've added in the mix. One more thing, Coach, that our listeners should know: I am not, I do not have a keen eye from ho- for hockey, but some of the people who are sitting around seem like they know a lot more than me, right? Um, at the game and just listening to people talk, and I went went with my brother, and he noticed this too. Teams are starting to do things to limit Connors ability to touch the puck. Um, so he said at one point they had a guy specifically trailing him almost like in basketball if you're playing man to man. I don't know how that works in hockey, but they had a guy that was specifically trailing Connor and saying okay someone else someone else start the break here or, or whatever you call it for hockey. Um, so anyway, just kind of keep an eye on that. So these these Connor bets even came out of the gate and uh, they're look they're struggling for to find consistency right now. But uh, we all think that in the long run, they got enough talent that they're going to do it. But some of these teams are possibly, you know, putting in some implementations to try to try to stop him. He had I don't know if he had more than one shot. He definitely had the one shot. That's where he got the assist and it was a rocket. So if he gets his shot, he doesn't need much of an opening to score. Uh, But even when um, the ball, the top, they're aware of him being on the ice is what I'm saying, coach. And I, they must
0: have really good practice habits, and this is something that I've picked up at the year just following the Chicago Black Hawk, Blackhawks, is that when they have a couple days to prepare and practice. Now, they played, what, Sunday night? They've had Monday, Tuesday. They'll have a skate around this morning. When they have a couple days in between, and they've, they're they on a little bit of a losing streak here, they're playing a lesser opponent. I, I'm i going to say that the Hawks are going to come out and score at least two in the first Period and 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 take control of this game early. I think they have a tendency to do that, especially after a couple of good days of practice. Uh, they come out pretty strong in that first period. This is this is just my hunch and what I've been experiencing. This is my bet tonight. I'm gonna bet that over in the first period. I'll probably. Sprinkle a little on the Hawks first period. I'm going to go Bedard, the Irishman. I always do. I think Bedard will score against a lesser team. Uh, I think he's that type of kid that just comes back every every practice and tries to get better and better. And I don't think he's going to sit around and be okay with not not contributing to his team. I think good players know games that they need to win, and I think that's going to be the deciding factor for me. I think I think when it, when it's all said and done, good players. Uh, win games like this now I could be wrong I mean he is an 18 year old kid but that's just the feel I have and that's what I'm gonna bet I'll probably bet him points over uh as well like you I'll probably even throw a little on the sis just because I'll probably be watching the game tonight and want to have a little vested interest in this one so that's where I'm going tonight I think the Hawks win this one I, I'm gonna go Hawks money line as well I think they uh, they bring back the victory and come home uh, Friday to a pretty fired-up uh, United Center at one, at 1 o'clock game on Black
1: Friday. And that's my um, thought. That's so, so with uh, just something to um, add on to what you just said, this idea of the Hawks scoring goals. Um, so Columbus is among the lead the highest goals allowed, I think only two teams, San Jose and Seattle, have allowed more. They've ho- allowed 70 goals, and um, San Jose's allowed 76, and Seattle's lo- allowed 72. On the flip side, the Blackhawks have allowed 56. Um, so, you know, the the Blackhawks, for having a record that they do, their their goals allowed are pretty low. Um, so that tells you when they're playing well, they're playing well. When they're playing poorly, well, they, they're still competitive. Uh, but you could you could get over one and a half in that first goal. I just pressed the button on that. I don't know how long that's going to stick around. If it'll it'll trade to a two, you got to pay pay a little bit of juice. Um, so anyway, if if you're interested in doing that. You may want to do that earlier rather than later, just to make sure you you don't have to um, go over two. You get that win at one and a half, but even at two, they you know, Blackhawks tend to have a two to one fi- uh, score at the end of one period. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it goes over two as well.
0: Boom! All right, let's go. Anything else on the hockey? I may have a play later. I I haven't really looked at it uh, too in depth. I do like the way the Flyers have been playing. Uh, if they're plus money on the money line, I've made some money on them. Uh, the Flyers are playing really good. I'd have to look at that. Uh, let me just look at the splits real quick while we're on. Why not, right? Why not? No one's going anywhere. Let's look at the splits of this game and see where we're at. But I, I do like the Flyers, the way they've been playing. And uh, uh, let's see here. They're playing the Islanders who haven't been playing. Uh, you know, the number the numbers are coming in. I, I The money line is, is low uh 34 of the bets are on the money line uh the flyers are uh, plus 124 they're they're in new york it's a little tougher place to play but i i kind of i'm leaning towards that one i'm going to see where the numbers go as the day goes on but keep an eye on that flyers team they're real good and i won some money that on them uh when i was in vegas and in plus money they're the the odds makers have not caught up with this and don't believe in this flyers team but they've been playing pretty well so far so uh, you know, keep an eye on that game. That's one you might want to put in. But I'm putting the Hawks' money line in, and let's move to basketball.
1: Why not, right? The Bulls right. play tonight? They do. Who
0: they do they play, play? um
1: at OKC. OKC. So, that what we- I went to the, the season opener, and they just got um, pecker slapped by OKC. That was when I was like, oh, boy, maybe buying these tickets was a bad investment because coming out of the gates, you would think that the Bulls' team, that was a little injury, uh, ridden last year and believe they were a playoff team. You You kind of was thinking, Hey, these guys are going to come out and really going against a team. That's not supposed to be all that great. Uh, they were, they were bad, lethargic. So one on the surface might say, Hey, you know, revenge, you know, you got your rear ends kicked in front of your home crowd, but that would require passion within your players. And, Coach, I know you don't watch watch a lot of basketball, but that which you have watched, have you seen passion out of the Bulls' top players? Have you seen that? No.
0: This, and, and he's not even one of their top players, but this Patrick Williams guy is horrendous. And wasn't he a high draft pick? And they're coming out of Florida
1: State, they were so high on him. He's terrible. Yeah, like uh, terrible yeah i don 't know exactly where he was drafted, but I can tell you it was too high um, because he he just looks like he doesn't care um he, he's terrible now with that said i don 't have as big of a problem with Williams because he doesn't make forty million a year you know what I mean so like he's a role player in my eyes he's not doing his job, but he 's not the reason the bulls are losing no exactly like, he's terrible you got you got a guy who who pouts After a teammate makes the last winning shot and then doesn't want to talk to media um, and, and then he comes out every once in a while, he'll hit his threes, but he doesn't play defense. He doesn't play hard all the time. He's making 40 million. He's the problem. Vooch is number two. Vooch uh, doesn't play defense either. And and so if you're the general manager and you put this team together, ultimately this falls on you. You're putting a bunch a bunch of guys, and then you got DeRozan who tries sometimes, but he's old. Uh he just he can hit that fadeaway from the free, you know, he's an elbow uh type jump shot guy, right? He can drive to the hoop, but he's not a really a three-point guy. He and he's not as quick as he was, so he's not gonna be a great defender. The Bulls, when they have their team out there that is making the most money, they're not good. These guys are not good. And and this falls on on AK, I think they call him. You know, unfortunately, kind of like uh, Pace, I think you're going to have to go because you made some really bad decisions, buddy.
0: (laughs) So we got any bets that we can use uh, tonight? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So um, if you have been playing this, congratulations. If you haven't, maybe you want to consider it the bulls come out of the gates terribly they lo- they're down 22 to 1 on saturday and they came back and played miami and miami lost on saturday so of course miami came out a little bit more focused and they won the first quarter and four- first half again the bulls just do not come out with any passion any fire i mean a couple guys do Caruso and white do and and actually i think they've they've o- i i hope it's a permanent move for those two guys to be in the starting lineup cuz before they were kind of alternating coming off the bench, especially Caruso, but you know, they're not good out of the gates. Your only hope is they start playing hard in the second half when the other team lets down their guard and and they start hitting some threes. So anyway, I will continue playing the, um, Bulls opponent, first quarter and first half. I've been playing more on the first quarter than the first half, but they've both been hitting. Um, And and sometimes it's the first quarter, sometimes it's the first half that the Bulls... Have a real stinker. You, you know, I'm talking like a 12 point quarter. Uh, This is very common for the Bulls these days. 12 to 15 point quarter, which sometimes for teams doesn't happen once or twice in a season. This is regular for the Bulls. So, I don't know if that's going to happen in the first or second quarter. If you're playing it live and they're playing well in the first quarter, play against them live in the second quarter because uh, that's when the stinker is going to come. But anyway, I will be playing both of those um, uh, plays. Uh, until they lose and then if they lose I'll make a decision but as I told you before with the Hawks I have like some beta testing time now I'm in raise my bet time. My last time I bet this was, was kind of like me betting a uh, one for a 1% football play, which is uh, NFL play, which is my biggest play. Um, So, so anyway, you can get a feel for how strongly I'm starting to feel about this. Uh, One little other thing I do in NBA, I'm starting to chart this a little bit. So um, it takes a little while for me to get in a groove with NBA, but Uh, I will, I will continue to work on that and I'll start to develop some pregame plays that I like. But in the meantime, I look for opportunities to get value of teams early in games, especially home good teams. Now it's not only home teams. Cause I did this with Milwaukee the other day. Um, sometimes you can get even better value if the team's on the road, but what you're looking for is the Phillies, the Milwaukee, the Denver, the, you know, you, you name the Boston, uh, Milwaukee, these top teams, what sometimes happens is they know that they could turn around a game in 20 points in five minutes. They know that and they can, uh, they've done it time and time. And again, but sometimes what happens is this the opponent comes out of the gate and they're hot maybe the bucks aren't or whomever the team isn't and they fall behind double digits You can often get a tremendous live line. So that's what I shop around and look for. If I'm just, if I have nothing to do, I don't do this all the time, but if I have nothing to do and I know some of these top dogs are playing, I watch the game, watch my app, actually. I don't watch the game. Just watch the app and I I take a peek at scores. If it looks like I might get a good line, I just hang and wait, wait, wait. And then I pop it, um, you know, and they're not big plays, but they add up and I win more than I lost. I I lose. I, I shared with one of those with you last night. One, I think I've done it each of the last four nights and I'm three and one. Uh, I lost on the Spurs. I, I took them plus 11 and a half, thought they'd make a game of it. But this is what happens sometimes if you bet on those poor teams they don't turn it around the good teams do so San Antonio's still a poor team so the, unfortunately that one was was a little bit of a stretch but double digits I thought was pretty good I went with you last night on that I, I went with you on the Sixers last
0: night I ended up going in uh, overtime this morning I looked at it by three we got it by the hook I like
1: winning by I hate losing by the hook but man though you like winning by the hook Uh, Yeah, And the fact that it went to overtime coach, I mean, when you're, I was looking for plus points, Philly plus points at home. That's it. It didn't matter if it was one, three, five. I was looking for plus points because Philly typically comes back and wins home games are very good at home as over the last few seasons. So it just so happens that one goes to overtime and they don't win. Right. And, and we did get lucky getting all the way up to three and a half. But uh, as I texted you the other day, I'd rather people talk about me being lucky then good because you know why coach no one ever talks about a lucky loser if you're calling me lucky that means I won again and, and that's right. what that happened last night that
0: means you're aggravated and, you, and you're and you looking for a reason why to bring someone else down while we were sitting here I placed a, a money line parlay I like trying to get a little it's plus 401 but I went ahead and took the money line of the Chicago Blackhawks and the Flyers tonight I just threw a little bit on it I like those two teams and why not try to hit a try to hit a, a little big not a lot not a lot lot but but enough to to make me happy at the end of the night I like those two I am always looking for a money line a positive money line uh parlay of two teams and that one seems to match up pretty good tonight so I placed it in if it wins it's a big payout if it doesn't oh well it's 10 bucks
1: right right and and by the way coach I don't want to uh shift gears too much but if you're wondering uh how I do my first quarter and first half plays I do play money line I play the team to win. Um, uh, so if if a team's getting points against the bulls I take the points if the team's favored to win the quarter i I just bet the money line so i don't I don't lay points in the first quarter okay so so if you're wondering if you look at this like wait how do you win it's minus three and a half no i i, I play the money line
0: all right and let's hope Connor Bedard gets us a little bankroll going into the weekend I'll have some good football plays uh for the weekend uh, i know I know the Louisville fans are hoping that I pick against them uh this week against the uh uh, Kentucky in that rivalry game we got rivalry week coming up in all of college football Friday Saturday rivalry day we got NFL for the first time ever on Black Friday we got Blackhawks during the day on Friday we got a lot of football tomorrow we will be here back uh, better than ever to uh, to go over today's uh, games and and situations we can bet let's get a lot of bets in tomorrow because people have a hard time dealing with their family so we want people to have some entertainment.
1: Yeah. We'll 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 get some information out there. Hopefully uh it all pans out, but our goal is always to win the day. Right. Win the day. All right, everybody have a
0: good day before Thanksgiving. Like yep. we'll see you.